Hello, this is Cherry from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, April 18, 2019, and today Reporters Without Borders released its 2019 World Press Freedom Index. And for the second time in a row, India has slipped two positions. It ranks 140 amongst 180 countries. Last year, India was at 138. It had moved down two places from its 2017 rank of 136. Makhan-like consistency, right? The 2019 report notes that threats, insults, attacks are now part of occupational hazards for journalists in many countries. It points out some striking characteristics of the current state of press freedom. This includes violence against journalists, including police violence, attacks by Mao's fighters, and reprisals by criminal groups or corrupt politicians. Let that sink in. The report also notes that attacks against journalists by supporters of Prime Minister Narendra Modi has increased in the run-up to the 2019 general elections. The report states, "Quote." those who espouse hindutva the ideology that gave rise to hindu nationalism are trying to purge all manifestations of anti-national thought from the national debate the coordinated hate campaigns waged on social networks against journalists who dare to speak or write about subjects that aggravate hindutva followers are alarming and include calls for journalists concerned to be murdered the campaigns are particularly virulent when targets are women unquote Last year, Reporters Without Borders had highlighted the deadly threat from Modi's nationalism. You heard that right. Speaking about journalists, the Ministry of Home Affairs has asked the Assam government to act against four journalists from the state. The ministry's request for action is based on a complaint filed by an organization linked to the Rashtriya Swayamsevak Sangh. According to scroll.in, the complaint filed by the Legal Rights Observatory accuses five Guwahati-based media organizations and four journalists of exploiting the turmoil over the Citizenship Amendment Bill 2016 through December and January in Assam. It also alleges that the media-created unrest has led to United Liberation Front of Assam or Ulfa launching a fresh recruitment drive. The complaint names an Assamese daily, three news channels and a news website. It names Assamya Pratidin, Pratidin Time, Prag News, News 18 Assamese TV channel and Inside Any. The complaint also names editors and journalists. Meanwhile, journalists named in the complaint are standing defiant. While one criticized the Union Home Ministry for acting on the complaint without knowing anything, the other said she would not budge to such arm twisting. But standing up to power is not easy. To keep media fearless and independent, do consider subscribing and pay to keep news free. In other news, phase 2 of the 2019 general elections are underway. Votes are being cast across 95 Lok Sabha seats of 11 states and union territory of Puducherry. Assembly elections in Odisha and by-elections across 18 seats in Tamil Nadu are also being held simultaneously. The first phase of polls were held on April 11th and it saw 69% voter turnout. The Lok Sabha election in Vellore, which was supposed to happen today, was cancelled amid allegations of suspected use of money to influence voters. You can read more details about this on newslaundry.com. Also, polling in the Tripura East Lok Sabha seat has been postponed over law and order considerations. It is now scheduled for April 23rd. In other election news, 
the Bharatiya Janta Party has named Maligao blast accused Pragya Singh Thakur as the party's candidate from Bhopal. Thakur will be contesting against veteran Congress leader Dikvijay Singh. Even before the party officially announced a candidature, Thakur had told reporters that Singh would be no challenge for her. Quote, I would contest and win for sure, unquote, she had said. On September 29, 2008, at least six people died and several others were injured in two blasts in Maharashtra's Malegaon. Thakur has been charged under Section 18, Conspiracy, of the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act and other sections of the Indian Penal Code. Currently, she is out on bail. She has not been acquitted. Meanwhile, an application has been filed before the Special National Investigation Agency Court seeking directions to restrain Pragya Singh Thakur from contesting elections. It has been filed by Nassar Ahmed Sayyad Bilal, whose son was killed in the 2008 plus. Since we are talking about elections, here's some news from the Election Commission of India or the ECI. The ECI today has warned the Union Minister Mukhtar Abbas Naqvi against using references to security forces during his political campaign. The order stated, quote, The Commission warns Mukhtar Abbas Naqvi to desist from using references to defence forces for political propaganda and to be careful in the future. Unquote. The notice was issued over Naqvi's comments referring to the Indian Army as Modi ji ki Sena. These remarks were made at a rally in Uttar Pradesh's Rampur on April 3rd. It was only two days ago that the Election Commission had cracked its whip against Uttar Pradesh CM Yogi Adityanath, BSP leader Mayawati, SP leader Azam Khan and Union Minister Menaka Gandhi from campaigning for their hate comments. Jet Airways, India's oldest private airline, has shut down all flights and operations temporarily after lenders refused to provide the airline with emergency funding. The airline had requested an emergency funding of 400 crore rupees. Nevertheless, lenders today said they were reasonably hopeful that the bidding process will be able to determine fair value of the enterprise in a transparent manner. In a statement, they said, Quote, the lenders after due deliberations decided that the best way forward for the survival of Jet Airways is to get binding bids from potential investors who have expressed EOI or expressions of interest and have been issued bid documents on April 16th. Lenders are reasonably hopeful that the bid process is likely to be successful in determining fair value of the enterprise in a transparent manner. Unquote. The Detriton airline had informed the stock exchanges, the Directorate General of Civil Aviation and other government institutions on April 16th about its decision to suspend all its operations, domestic as well as international. Since the announcement, the airline's shares have crashed. Today it closed at 165.75 rupees per share. Moving from India to France, French Prime Minister Eduardo Philippe has announced an international architects competition to rebuild the spire of Notre Dame Cathedral. Notre Dame is a medieval time Catholic cathedral which was engulfed in a massive fire on April 15th. The cathedral spire collapsed under the fire. Announcing the competition, the French PM said the competition would give the 850-year-old building, quote, a spire suited to the techniques and challenges of our time. Unquote. The spire was added to the cathedral during a 19th century restoration project. 
the french pm also said quote the international competition will allow us to ask the question of whether we should even recreate the spire as it was conceived or as is often the case in the evolution of heritage whether we should endow notre dame with a new spire this is obviously a huge challenge a historic responsibility unquote so far approximately 6896 crore rupees have been raised to restore the unesco heritage site prime minister philip said the government would present bill next week to ensure transparency and good management during the restoration project french president emmanuel macron has promised to rebuild the cathedral within 5 years however experts have said that the restoration would take no less than 15 years North Korea has test-fired a new tactical guided weapon with a powerful warhead. This is the first such test since talks between United States President Donald Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un ended in Hanoi without agreement. According to Korean Central News Agency, the test was overseen by the North Korean leader himself. Kim Jong-un said, quote, The test was of very weighty significance in increasing the combat power of the People's Army. Unquote. However, it is not clear what type of weapon was involved in the test. Also, there's no evidence that the test involved a nuclear detonation or an intercontinental ballistic missile. According to the Washington Post, the description of a tactical weapon suggested a short-range missile rather than a longer-range ballistic missile. This means North Korea's self-declared moratorium on testing has not been violated. For today, I'd recommend that you check out Anand Vardhan's piece on newslaundry.com. Anand looks at a Muslim-majority constituency of Kishanganj and the electoral battle that is underway. And while you're at it, do check out our other NL Sena stories as well. Also, do consider subscribing to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free, independent and azad. Because if you don't, then you won't see ground reports like the ones done by NL reporters. Remember, such reports require time and resources and only your support can ensure we can get them done. So seriously, subscribe. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Music